You've landed on Mom Swipes Left, a podcast with two middle-aged women who feel like they're making a difference in the world, but maybe not. On today's show, we have a list of the top 10 weirdest things that people have left in an Uber and then actually called about and demanded back. Enjoy! Welcome back to Mom Swipes Left. This is episode 182. I am your host, Jen. And I'm your host, Carol. You know what's exciting about today? No. 182 means nothing. Yeah. Except I had to change notebooks. We Dude. went through another notebook. How many is that now? Six. Six notebooks? Yep. Someday those are going to be collector's items. If anybody out there wants to bid on one of these notebooks, I can tell you exactly. The one that I just finished goes from episode 116 to 181. It has all of our notes, all of our quizzes, bullshit written in the margins. And And a Band-Aid from your first COVID. From my first COVID. Yeah. Memories. So uh, just hit us up if you're interested. (laughs) Uh, Shitless grievances. Have you any? No, I don't really. I have a bit of a grievance. I'm going to try to put this delicately. Okay. My grievance starts with one particular listener Mm -hmm. who I am not going to name. He is somewhat local and he has been wanting to meet up for coffee for quite some time. Okay. And, you know, I was trying to keep some professional distance. I finally acquiesced. We went for coffee. It was very nice. Everything was fine. And then I got home and I got a wall of text mm. from this person saying that while we were having coffee outside, <laughs> he was admiring the glistening nose hairs. Oh, oh no. That were coming out of, I guess, both nostrils, to be honest. I don't, I didn't even ask for that specificity. And there was a part of me that was like, oh. Oh, that sounds really not good. As you know, once in a while when you meet somebody who's a listener, there's mm-hmm. a bit of stardom that I yes. truly enjoy. Of course. The fact that I had nose hairs. <laughs> well, of course I did. You know, that's that's pretty much me. But then a little bit disappointed in myself. Yes. Okay. Right? Could have groomed better. Yep. This wall of text said that not only <laughs> did he enjoy gazing upon them. Yes. But specifically, and this is a quote, he wanted to pet them and curl up in them like a security blanket. (laughs) I relayed this story to my mother the next day on our walks, and she stopped me on the trail, and she said, Jennifer, do you think you're actually doing a public service? She's like, some of these people should not be encouraged. Oh, I've been wrestling with that this whole week. Mm-hmm. My gut tells me that providing this community of weirdos that we have, yes, including us, is cathartic. Yes. I don't know about the encouraged part. Encouraged to what? Maybe to express every thought that crosses their... Okay, that might be true. To be honest with you, I got a lot of entertainment and enjoyment out of that follow-up text. Yeah. Kudos to you, dude, for actually making me go, oh, that's weird. Okay? (laughs) But I do appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Once in a great while, we'll get a call or a text or an email that's just, we're like, what? And this guy. Well, no, please. I'm sorry. I forgot the key. And uh, 
you got a fan and old uh, uh, Trace Atkins. I worked for some time to do a handwork here and <laughs> I played Flager uh, show for uh, old Trace Atkins. And he said, that's a good. Them girls, they know what they're doing. There, that's a plum entertaining, he said. So I just, he ain't going to get on no internet and do no videos or tater nothing like that, but he is a fan. All right, well, have you good. So, <clears throat> I, I'm not quite sure what most of those words were. Nope. Love that you're listening. Love that you wanted to reach out. Yes. And give us some, some accolades. That's awesome. But that on the back of the nose hairs, you know, mm-hmm. I, I kind of thought, am I part of the problem? Are we, <laughs> are we, are we part, part of the problem? Of the problem. I will say, though, that there's never really a time when we don't get a phone call that I'm not happy to have gotten. No, even this week. Yeah, we, this week. Can oh, we play this one? God, it just, this literally made our whole week. It did. It just warmed our hearts. Yes. Tim, Carol, I love you guys. I love your podcast. I just hope you just keep going, keep doing what you do. You're the best. Who's the best? You. You're the best. (laughs) Bye. I mean, even right now, it makes me beam. It does. Who's the best? You're the best. (laughs) I I love it so hard. It's honestly does not get better than that. And so Mm -hmm. freak non-freak we want you to call us we yes. want you to leave us messages we it makes our whole it really entire does. life he didn't give us a name unfortunately no. but whoever you are thank, thank you. you it was awesome yeah so that's kind of like a grievance slash accolade yeah a grackolade if you a, will a grievance wait <laughs> a grievalade dude yeah i know we've all been waiting with bated breath uber has just released the most recent lost and found index of 2022 wait is it 2022 or 2021 it technically is stuff that they found mostly in 2021 yeah but they just released it mm-hmm. and they're calling it 2022 so i don't, oh, okay. I don't really know whatever i went to the the website and there's a lot of really boring information mm-hmm. but like if someone's you, bag or whatever that yeah the like the top time. 10 most common things left i think we can always guess those the most forgetful cities but the thing that did interest me they have a list of the 50 weirdest things left in an uber i want to make this point there are probably other things left in ubers but these people called request to follow up okay yes. so keep right. that in mind as okay. i read these side note yeah i struggle to call it uber why i want to call it uber i agree with that it actually makes more sense for it to be uber it does because it's all about you yeah moving from place to place uber well like where did uber come from stupid let's call it uber all right uber all right the top 10 weirdest things left in a uber Mm -hmm. that someone actually called to check in 10 loose tater tots really yeah they knew the number yeah so they're like rolling around and they wanted them back dude Especially if they had ketchup on them. Damn. Oh, that's interesting. Actually, this makes me think. Maybe we should take a Uber, leave one of my cabinet curiosity yes. things in so we could be in next year's. That's a great fucking idea. All right. The All next right. time we take a Uber, oh. not something that you could lose forever because you just never know if you're going to get that back. Number two, 
a fingernail Ooh. left on the seat. Do you think it was like one of those stick-on nails? It has to it have has been. to be. But it, well, why would you want it? Because your fucking nails are all fucked up now. Another side jog. My sisters and I, way back in the years, used to go on a three to four day cruise together every year. Mm. I made it a habit to go and look at my fingernails, right? Yeah. They're gross. Yep. Chewed right down to the quick. I would make it a habit to go and get those acrylic <laughs> stick-on yeah. nails that lasted maybe three or four days if you're gentle these are the ones you buy at like the drugstore oh yeah absolutely i would do that and then over the course of the whole cruise i would peel them off (laughs) and leave them in like my sister's drinks or like (laughs) embedded in their toothbrush that's nasty well, it's not that nasty. It's pretty nasty because those nails have been around. I guess. They're wiping ass, you know. <laughs> this joke. <Yeah>. I <laughs> so I kept thinking, why would somebody want them back? I mean, you leave them there. For- well, maybe this was like a really expensive one. I don't know. My grandma's teeth. That's a quote. How did that happen? Well, I know how it happened. Tell me. So grandma died and wherever she was, which wasn't her home, they had her teeth. Someone had to take them. I still Did you have, have your dad's teeth? I still have my dad's teeth. Oh, okay. I think that's how it happened. But then he was in the car or she was in the car and was like, ew, and put them down next to her on the seat and then promptly forgot them because she doesn't want her grandmother's teeth. You're so much more wholesome than I. What do you think? I was like, this guy and his grandma in the backseat of this Uber. Yeah. The grandma takes her teeth out to go down on him. Oh, Jesus. And they forget it. They're like cum dumb and they just walk out. (laughs) And grandma wouldn't grab them either? No, because she's cum dumb too. Or she's just senile. Oh, Oh, that's gross. Yes. All right. right. A shitty painting of a moose. I use that word. I mean, that's literally what they said. So they know the painting's shitty. Yes. But they want it back. Yes, they do. I can only think that somebody gave it to them. Right. They don't really want it, but they got to get it back. They got to get it back because they got to put it up in their house whenever that person comes over. Exactly. I painted you this painting. 40 chicken nuggets. Again, with the exact counts. I tend to think that they're a pack, maybe. Well, I mean, I don't know how many chicken nuggets you get at the chicken nugget place, but I know chicken nuggets are fucking delicious, Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't want to leave them behind. The fact that they left them behind in the first place. Well, how did nobody smell them? You know that Uber driver was like, oh, that dude left his chicken nuggets. He couldn't wait for his shift to be over. I would have just eaten them right then. I know. You leave them in my car? I don't know what you're talking about, your 40 chicken nuggets on or some this one's fucked up a single blonde strand of hair come on that's a joke right nope you don't think that person was just fucking with them i mean that's weird we were talking earlier watching 90 day fiance 90 days before and at one point when they leave each other they take a strand of hair that's just bananas each other's heads why is it for voodoo well maybe on the part of one person that's the only reason i would take someone's hair what is one strand gonna do me except that's true for some voodoo this one i love the combination and i can't quite put my finger on it a breast pump and a white cowboy hat. Somehow it worked. What's the what is that combination? Like I can totally see it. I don't know, but it just I, works. Yes, it so does. Well. Last one. Ten pounds of hamburger meat. Mm. That had to have been somebody just getting groceries and left it in Absolutely. the trunk. Well, sometimes shit falls out of your bag. Ten pounds of hamburger meat, though. That's, that's a, a lot hefty of, load. That's true. You're going to want it back, though. How long can it sit in a it, Uber? Not long. Give me an estimate. You know, I don't know. I have to look it up. It depends on the weather. True. If it's True. cold, I think it could go indefinitely. Well, not indefinitely, not indefinitely. but like for a 24 hours. Yeah. yeah. But a hot day? 
Mm-mm. It says that the Department of Agriculture, whom I trust, mm-hmm. recommends that meat never be left unrefrigerated for longer than two hours. That's bullshit. And that gets cut to just an hour if it's 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Really? I hope they cooked it really good. Yeah, does that actually kill? Are they saying that meat left out for two hours that has already been cooked? No, that's got to be raw. Why does it have to be raw? Because I have family members who never refrigerated leftover meat. They'd leave it out for people to pick on. I know. I think that's a problem. Well, nobody ever died. I think that's where people get some food poisoning at these picnics, okay? And they leave their potato salad out for like four hours well, in the hot the sun. Well, that's the mayonnaise. Well, those weren't as weird as I wanted them to be. So when we do it, I'm going to bring my human head in a box. Okay. And then we're going to call and record our conversation <gasps> with the Uber. There's no Uber up here. There is. Well, I got to go down to your place. Oh, right. We'll just take a Uber to the liquor store and <gasps> leave totally. it. In. But I don't want to lose your human head. No, we can't because that was a gift. <laughs> it's very expensive. It's actually somebody's dad. Oh, do you know the name? Of the dad? Yeah. I mean, you have his head. It's literally right. I can see it. I I probably do know it. Mm. It's just not coming to me right now. Well, RIP, Dad. We have been asked. This is a transition, by the way. Oh, okay. (laughs) We have been asked by Bleach Brothers, our buddies. Yeah, our buds. They sent us a a message asking us to record something from Dads on Dayquil, who we've had the gnome on. They're celebrating their 100th episode baby <laughs> nobody did anything for our hundred no no one did we're coming up on 200 just a little uh tease F- out and they asked us if we had anything to say to the dads on dayquil hey hey dads on dayquil you fox way to make it to a hundred who can believe you fox sticks made it to a hundred christ how is that even possible clown carved shitheads <laughs> unbelievable that was mean. Was it? No. They know, know we love. Which one would you fuck first? Who's the one we had on our show? The gnome. I would fuck him first. Just because you know him better? Yeah. I think he's the only one that listens, actually. I also think he's the most attractive one. <gasps> oh! Avava. How about the stone and the dome? The dome, I would rub his bald head on my tits. Hey, do you ever think about fucking a bald head? Nope. Really? It seems a little large. I think a pussy could take it. <laughs> No, I really do. With a lot of lube and extra loving. If anybody out there has ever taken their bald head and fucked a woman, I think, I mean, I've seen fisting videos. It's true. With double fisting. It's true. You could take a bald head. And how far in does it go? Well, it depends on how much they can hold their breath. Because I don't imagine there's much oxygen No, there. there isn't. No, I've think- never thought about it. All right, so we need to say something about the stone. I feel like the stone, it just conjures up an image of hard. Remember we said he's hung like a fucking horse. I remember. Mm-hmm. I do all three of them then. Congrats, guys. I the hope best. you uh, have another hundred. All right, I think we did our due diligence. One of the things that I felt compelled to research this past week was pride shit. Mostly because it's the big brouhaha at our work. I got on this article about these corporations who sort of insert themselves into pride with a tone deafness. Blatantly. 
I mean, I just know that like a lot of businesses will use pride as like a way to sell a thing. Yeah, exactly. And I know that that's like not cool. And it's kind of the same thing with Juneteenth. So now people are getting in trouble with like all the things they're using Juneteenth to try to sell. All these corporations are now coming out with like Juneteenth this and Juneteenth that. And they're using it to sell shit. So Walmart got in a big trouble because they had some ice cream that was Juneteenth. A museum got in trouble because they had a watermelon salad called the Juneteenth salad. And here's the thing. On Juneteenth, people do celebrate with certain kinds of like soul food. Right. But you can't fucking have a watermelon salad at your museum that you call Juneteenth. That's where I don't see the problem. If you're celebrating soul food. But you're not actually. Why? selling something and using that to sell it. That's what businesses do. They capitalize on holiday on earth capitalized president's day fucking made up mother's day and valentine's day and all those holidays i hate so what's the difference the difference is that these are marginalized populations and they have been mistreated for a long time and so the idea that you would then make money off of i guess but my thinking is welcome to the horde well like think about christ i mean he was the most marginalized he died for all of our sins (laughs) and they're just making tons don't rain me off him. Remember the reason for the season. Can I get back to my favorite mm-hmm. that is supposedly really bad? Okay. And yet wait. I laughed hard. Okay. It's Chipotle. I have legit never eaten <gasps> at Chipotle. Dude. Not even one time. Field trip. I don't know. Why? Isn't it like trashy fast food? No, no. It's supposed to be up more. It's not upscale, but it's like <laughs> healthier. No. I mean, they've had E. coli breakouts because they don't use the preservatives and, bull- and they leave oh. the shit out for too and long. And they but wipe their ass and then serve you Whatever. Okay. But I'm just saying. Sure. It's tasty. This is a little bit of old news, but it was 2017. That okay? is old. Yeah. Chipotle's burritos or tacos. It was part of their which way do you sweat? campaign burritos <laughs> or tacos that homo estas a fucking awesome fucking brilliant dude that's actually brilliant i think so too and they got shit for that oh they got shafted Aww. so it says the which way do you sway campaign was accompanied by a graphic allowing viewers to join the conversation by choosing whether they preferred tacos or burritos. I think it's hilarious. This is exactly the clunky innuendo that you think it is. Someone at Chipotle had decided to barrel into the pride discussion with all the nuance of a 14-year-old on a school playground. Well, that's why we like it. <laughs> and scene. Whoever came up with that is a fucking genius. Is a genius. What is wrong know, with what, the world what is that we wrong? can't laugh? Like I don't the watermelon know. salad... I get what they were trying to do. They were like, it's Juneteenth. These are the foods that we recognize it with. It just, it, it's too soon. Too soon, dude. It's like, I'm not trying to be a I dickhead. Know, I know, I know. But I'm being a dickhead is what your face is saying. Well, it's different for you to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like, you know, do the things that people do on Juneteenth. I'm going to be part of that. Yeah. It's another thing for a company to say, I'm going to use this to make a profit. I understand what you're saying, but remember Benetton ads, the AIDS? Yes. Where they were making money off of AIDS? That was nasty. Everyone was applauding. They were not. Yes, they were, dude. That was like one of, if you look up one of the most 
most influential advertising influential doesn't mean it was applauded i mean people were outraged by that look at uh, i disagree i think at the time it was seen as cutting edge bringing a focus to something nobody wanted to talk about I think there it was it came down on both sides. I'm not saying that it wasn't making money on the backs of AIDS patients, mm. but that's what businesses do. You're a marketing right. person. You you know you yes. make money on the backs of people. That's what the job is. Right. But I think we've come to a certain place with certain things. It's just not accepted. People aren't just going to take it. I think that the taco burrito is hilarious. Right. They're going to sell tacos and burritos. No matter what they do, that's their whole fucking business. Mm -hmm. So making those tacos and burritos stand in for sexual parts to illuminate gay pride, I don't think that factors in. Making an entire ice cream and calling it Juneteenth has no message whatsoever, except we're Walmart and we want to make some money off this new holiday. I will agree with you in that Walmart has not put the work in. That's basically the biggest offense that I take there is that it's lazy. I also think that in this day and age, everybody's so goddamn sensitive. Well, that's the problem. That you keep saying without being criticized. But I think the elephant in the room right now. Yes. Why is Mexican food so sexual? Right. I mean, I think that's really what we need to be talking about. Why is it so sexual? It smells like sex as well. (laughs) (laughs) Does it? Some sex. Only if you add queso. <laughs> Do you have to add queso? Sometimes it's just there. You know what? You just remind me. Can I can I take a side jog? Yeah. I got in trouble when I was in kindergarten because when the teacher was trying to explain how to fold an eight by eleven piece of paper. Okay. Okay. <laughs> she would say, Okay, fold the paper hot dog way, which yes. meant, you know, long ways. Right. Or fold it hamburger way, uh-huh. which meant in half down. Which I think I referenced in the baloney face challenge. (laughs) Because I was one of the brighter kids in the class. She often would have me walk around and help my more retarded (laughs) classmates. And I started explaining it as like, okay, think of it this way. Hot dog bun is very long. Okay, you take your penis and you put it in my, <laughs> in my vagina so penis. it's like a hot dog in a bun. <laughs> <laughs> and they got it. And I got in trouble for that. <gasps> as a kindergartner. We always said that. Me and my friends always talked about hot dog muds and buns. See, the always. Un- the unfairness of the world. I should have been a teacher. You should have. We'll be right back after this break. Are you interested in helping the homeless back to work? Want to shrink your carbon footprint at the same time? Tired of big fashion lining their pockets with your disposable income? Move from pavement to penthouse with slum slacks. What are slum slacks? Each pair of pants is locally sourced from our houseless community members and guaranteed to have been worn a minimum of three months without washing. Just think. Your very own uniquely distressed leg shirts come with information about your houseless person's identity and history. How'd they get to the street? Do they have any hobbies? Wallow in the authentic chic and aroma of the streets with slum slacks. Slum slacks. Get yours today. Prices starting at 500. 10% of all proceeds go back to the homeless people who wore your pants and made them smell. Slum slacks. Next up, 
people who have performed surgeries on themselves. Oh, stop it. Could you do surgery on yourself? No! No, I can't either. I can barely pull out a friggin' splinter. Did I ever tell you the story? (laughs) (laughs) About five years ago, as I was in the yard barefoot, as I am, I stepped on a piece of wood that shivved a splinter into my heel of my right foot. But it was so deep that there was no knob to even... Oh, yeah. I know, you know what you're saying. It's so deep in. Mm. It was gone. And I'd had that before, and my body just over time sort of seemed Spit to... it out. <laughs> no, just absorbed it. Really? Yeah, I just broke it down. Oh, gross. And it hurt for a couple of days, and then I was just like, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Two years later... <laughs> This is just before COVID. My sister had given me a pedicure at some fancy place. I went there with her to get a pedicure. And you know how they do the whole foot soak and oh, yeah. leg rub and bullshit like that? Scrappy scrub and the scrapey scrape. Right. She's starting, like I had been in the water for quite a while. And she pulls out my right leg and she's doing the massages. Yeah. And she hits the heel where I had the splinter a million years ago that I didn't even remember. She's like, oh, you got something poking out here. Oh. Right? And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened a while ago. She's like, do you want me to remove it? I would, in fact. Yeah. I said, yes. She pulled out a fucking... (laughs) It had to be close to two inch. No. Yes. She pulls it out. Was she shocked? She was. She's like, do you want to continue? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm fine. (laughs) Blood pouring out of it. No, no blood. It It was just a gaping hole. I looked at the... I looked at the heel. It like all the skin had had closed up around it. It was like a, a literal hole. You could have tucked a little message in it. There was nothing. There was nothing about it that was gory. Wow. Wait, how made do, her day. How do we get there? Uh, I wouldn't take a splinter out of myself. Oh right, right. Leonid Rogozov performed his own appendectomy. Did he have to? He was the only doctor on staff at the Antarctic. (gasps) I've heard of this guy. Have you really? Yes. Rogozov was feeling extremely ill, and the ship to take them back to Russia was not arriving for a fucking year. (gasps) As it was, the journey had taken 36 days. He needed immediate help, and he needed to have his appendix removed. How did he know, though? Because he was a surgeon. So he just knew. From what I hear from people, you know. Everybody's like, oh, I have a pain in my side. It might be in my appendix. But I know four or five people who have had their appendix removed Mm. in an emergency. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you can't touch your side. You're vomiting. You're puking. That's what I've heard. You have a fever. There's no question Mm -hmm. that something needs to happen. Mm -hmm. So he had two choices. He could die or he could perform the surgery himself. He gave himself a local anesthetic to numb the skin on his stomach but once he got inside he had to wing it he could not have any painkillers because he needed to be clear-headed right the mirror proved too hard to maneuver so he did the surgery blind oh my god just letting his sense of touch guide him he nearly passed out several times but after two entire hours did he remove the organ oh which was less than a day away from bursting oh Two weeks later, back at work. What the flying fuck? I mean, I guess if you absolutely have to, like it's death or that, you're going to do it. But like, no, no, no. For me, mm. it's death. Well, what if you were a surgeon, though? Well, maybe. Like, I'd feel know. a little guilty. Like, I don't want my obit to say, despite being a surgeon. Man, <laughs> just done <laughs> fuck that up. Yeah. That's gross. Oh. How about this chick? Inez Ramirez performed her own C-section. <gasps> 
Ramirez had already had six children. Wow. She lived 80 kilometers away from the nearest town in a very rural part of Mexico. I don't know what 80 kilometers is. I don't either. (laughs) But it's like at least five miles. It's a waste. Her home had no phone and her husband was away at a cantina, of course. Oh, well. (laughs) Feeling a familiar pain in her abdomen over the course of 12 hours. So he was at the cantina for a while. (laughs) Ramirez knew something was wrong with the baby and that if she didn't get help she risked losing the child there was no way to contact anyone so she took matters into her own hands she took a few hits from a bottle of alcohol Mm -hmm. and grabbed a knife from the kitchen She had experience butchering animals, oh, but no medical knowledge. Despite that, she managed to make precise incisions that prevented her from wounding the baby <gasps> or any internal organs. Oh. I don't even know how you do I that, dude. I mean, now that I've had a C-section, yeah. I would just follow the line. Well, sure, you got a little bit of a, 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 a map line. Right? Yeah. But if you haven't... She removed the baby, cut the umbilical cord with scissors, and then passed out. Her six-year-old son ran to town and came back with help. He ran those 81 kilometers. A six-year-old can't run. I don't know how far a six-year-old can run. I've never run in my life, so... The health worker who came back sewed Ramirez up with a needle and thread. Doctor- thread? Well, yeah, what do you... Yeah. That's not what they sew you up with. Well, and nowadays... When the hell was this? You know, it actually doesn't give a year, but it's in fucking Mexico, dude. Okay. Anyways, health worker came back, sewed her up. Doctors examined her after the fact and were, were impressed by the work she did. Well, That's good it. for her. All right, so this is an oldie, but something I did not know. Boston Corbett... He's the one that killed John Wilkes Booth. Oh, how do we not know that? I don't know. But then he castrated himself. I did know that. What? I did. How? How? I was there. I've never heard about this. In 1865, after John Wilkes Booth assassinated Lincoln, he fled away on horseback. We all know the story. Yes. He went to a barn. They found him. They shot him and killed him, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It was Boston Corbett who fired the shot. During his life, his eccentricities manifested most notably in the surgery he performed on himself. In 1858, he castrated himself in an effort to curb his desire for prostitutes. I mean... Here's a question. Even though you castrate yourself, you can still get a heart on, right? No, you have no dick, dude. No, castration is getting rid of the balls. Is it? Yeah. No, you cannot have a heart on without testicles. It's where the seminal fluid comes from. And it's well, where- Well, you can't come. Look it up. God damn it. I'm so sick of this fucking conversation. Why? Because you bring it up all the time. We've talked about it like eight times. I don't think and so. And every time we're like, yeah, you could probably still get heart. You can't. Your dog humps your pillow. He's castrated, right? He's a dog. I think it's the same with men. Okay. They can get hard, but they can't ejaculate. Oh. Oh, what? What? Damn it. What? According to the Washington Post, men who are castrated often are still able to have an erection. How about that? And may be capable of intercourse. Their sex drive is diminished because the testicles are no longer present to produce testosterone. So what do you say about that? I don't think he should have cut his nuts off. Okay, but maybe also, (laughs) Jen, you're right. You were right. Who's the best? You. You're the best. Castrated dudes can still get hard-ons. All right, this one you can appreciate. And Aussie removed his own cyst after waiting two years. Okay, this one I can get on board with. This guy was waiting because of the fucking socialized model song. (laughs) Right? (laughs) 
He got tired of waiting over two years to get his cyst removed. I don't blame him. That's fucking ridiculous. Listen to this. What, why is he such a pussy? A grape-sized cyst Come from his on. own hand. Come on. It's a ganglion cyst, I'm sure. But that's like, you can get that right out. He agreed. He couldn't handle the weight anymore, so he heated wait, a wait. knife up. Oh, I thought you meant like the weight, the heaviness of the No, <laughs> the weight of the socialized got medicine okay. machine. So he heated a knife up, cut the cyst out, drain the goo, popped a Band-Aid on it. Bam. I don't even know why this is on the list. No, I don't either. That's not surgery. That's popping a big pimple. Doctors pointed out how lucky he was that he didn't make anything worse, while admitting that, yes, wait times can get egregious. I do feel like if you're going to perform any surgery on yourself, it should be a cyst on your fucking hand, you pussy. Uh, a woman tried her own breast augmentation. Oh, no. Yeah. Why? So if you had to do, if you had to breast augment yourself. What would you augment yourself with? I don't even know what you mean. To make them smaller? No, bigger. Augment. Bigger. It's not augment when you make them smaller? No, that's a reduction. reduction. If you had to make your tits bigger? Yeah, what would you put in there? Like, like imagine that bacteria is not a factor. Right. (sighs) These tits brought to you by Hormel Chili. (laughs) No, see, I, I would actually put something. You'd put chili in there? Well, maybe not That's chili. Lumpy, dude. Yeah, right. Something that would pass easily Tapioca? through. Tapioca? Yeah, but the tapioca beads don't pass That's through a true. needle. That's true. That's true. And Jello? You- yes. I would do Jello. I think Jello's right. So this chick, woman from Argentina, attempted to perform breast augmentation on herself. <laughs> She did this by injecting Vaseline. Oh, no, no. Into her own chest. I'm not going to say that that's a dumb move. Oh. Well, what? It just is so gross. Yeah, but it has got that same consistency. I, I get, of, of a tit? A boob gel. You're saying that boobs are Vaseline-like? Well, if you have to fill your tits with something... <laughs> Vaseline has that like sort of squishiness, right? It's a little heavy. I'm feeling my test right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> needless to say, mm-hmm. the procedure had complications soon after, and she began having breathing problems. She denied having any idea what happened. Oh, dummy. After she admitted it, it was too late. No, she died. Yeah, she no. Did. Yeah. Yep. So she admitted it, and then she dropped fucking yep. dead. Died by a fatal blood clot. Oh, my god that's so sad is it though why would someone think they need to inject vaseline into their tits what kind of world are we living in all women think they need bigger tits uh not this woman well no i know not you but a lot of women I work really hard to keep them a little bit lower you know what i'm saying what are you talking about i work out in order for the fat on my body to be less so i don't have some huge big fat knockers it's hard to wear shirts (laughs) don't even start butter knife hernia surgery oh man first of all butter knife well yeah in 2011 a man in california opted to take care of his own hernia surgery because of wait times dude again You know what? This is your boyfriend. When emergency crews arrived, the knife was sticking out of the man's abdomen. He had not (laughs) removed it successfully, let's just say. Okay. As emergency crews watched, he took it out and shoved the cigarette he was smoking into the wound. Burning tip down? Like he stubbed it out? They hypothesized that maybe he was trying to cauterize it. Just the fact that he was laying there with his... (laughs) 
abdomen open, <laughs> smoking a butt. <laughs> I, know, right? <laughs> I told you, is it your boyfriend, yeah. man? If you were I'm only single. Slightly attracted. Evan O'Neill King performed three surgeries on himself. This is the last one. Oh, he's a doctor and a quirky guy. He once suggested mothers and newborn babies get matching tattoos so the babies wouldn't get lost. I love that idea. Yeah, not a bad idea. Also, you'd always have matching tattoos. Yeah, it's kind of cute. <gasps> Why is that weird? That's not weird at all. It's adorable. Okay. He also tattooed his patients with India ink after performing surgery. Dude, didn't we talk about this? No, we, we no. talked about the guy the who guy branded livers. Livers. But why is this guy okay? Yeah, why isn't he arrested? One patient he never tattooed was himself. He performed three surgeries on himself over the years. His first was an amputation after his finger got badly infected. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Two years after the finger, Kane needed to remove his own appendix. Copycat. Right. Again, he just used local anesthesia. He didn't need to do it himself. Well, why is this even news? He didn't do it himself. There was another surgeon there in the room who closed up after him. Whatever. Years later, in his 70s, Kane also performed a hernia operation. Once again, copycat. God. This guy. The operation was was a success, but then he died. (laughs) Who defines success? That's all I got. That last one's a big boohoo. That was bullshit. Did he die because of his surgery? Or he just died? Like everyone dies. Well, he was in his late 70s, so. (sighs) That was like a limp dick of an ending. It really was. Fuck. Fuck it. No wonder Dad's on Dayquil. It's so famous. They are. So much more famous than us. Really? Yeah. Socials? Please visit us on our socials at all of our goddamn motherfucking socials. Please, people. We depend on you. You're our lifeblood. Please call us on our telephone at 207-L-201. That is E-L as in the Spanish. <laughs> Please visit us on our website as well. We have some pretty sweet merch right now. Dude. Get your t-shirts, people. We have to go on and order our t-shirts for the conference. I know, I know, I know. I know. We will see you freaks next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.